Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have a brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. Today's podcast is entitled The Father's Controversy with Leadership, Part 7. The righteous look forward to joy, but the expectancy of the wrong ones perish. Proverbs 10, 28. The podcast objectives are analyze the return of the righteous to Eden, discuss the importance of understanding who is leading you, and reveal how the Father knows those who are His. Now, our first section is entitled The Return to Eden. We concluded Friday's podcast by touching on some of the awesome characteristics of the reign of Yahushua Messiah and the 1,000 years of peace that will follow these last days. Here again, I was not attempting to capture the brilliance and beauty of his reign and the renewed earth that will be gifted to the chosen elect. I was merely trying to convey a conceptual model of what is to come. And that is a world not only worth living for, but a world worth dying for. Trust me, the awesome nature of the world that is to come is beyond human comprehension. However, the word of truth likens it to the Garden of Eden, the original paradise, and a world untainted by the sin and death we, as a race of man, have endured for some many thousand years. Isaiah 51, 1 through 3 reads, Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness, seeking Yahuwah. Look to the rock you were hewn from, and to the hole of the pit you were dug from. For Yahuwah shall comfort Zion. He shall comfort all her waste places. For he makes her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of Yahuwah. Joy and gladness are found in it, thanksgiving in the voice of song. Thus said the Master Yahuwah, On the day that I cleanse you from all your crookedness, I shall cause the cities to be inhabited, and the ruined places shall be rebuilt, and the land that was laid waste tilled instead of being a ruin before the eyes of all who pass by. And they shall say, This land that was laid waste hath become like the Garden of Eden, and the wasted, the deserted, and the destroyed cities 
are now walled and inhabited. We're reading now in Ezekiel 36, 33 to 35. Now, the return to Eden is important to understand. For the days leading up to the return of Yahushua Messiah will be highlighted by a great deal of chaos and destruction, i.e., physical damage our earth will endure and has endured because of evil men. The word I have for those of you who see this catastrophe is sure. Listen to me. Those of you whose hearts are broken, as you see men persistently damaging the earth and doing great harm to our atmosphere, polluting the waters, and endangering all life on this planet, don't let it overwhelm you and don't let it get you down. Elohim will orchestrate the greatest renovation of all time, and all the damage man has done to this earth will be reversed. The return to Eden is coming, my friends. The return to Eden is near. Now, our next section is entitled, Who is Leading You? This speaks to the most recent controversy this father has with leadership within the church circuit I have begun to address. That is, their inability to ascertain the times and seasons we are living in. I said before, this is their greatest fault with regards to these last days. We know this because the church is not preparing their members for the return to Eden, and those who are teaching end times are dispersing countless errors and doctrines of devils. Let's talk about these false prophets for a while. For what value is there in addressing those who are blind and cannot see the signs of the times we are living in? They have all fallen into the ditch, and due to the lateness of the spiritual hour, they will never be saved. As for those who appear to have some inclination that we are living in the last days, let's not get carried away here. Anyone with common sense and has lived long enough can clearly see the end of this world is near. Not only the spiritual signs confirm this matter, the physical signs are everywhere. Yet, there is a big difference between knowing the end is near and knowing the way of escape. Here lies the problem. The leaders of the church don't know the way of escape. And thus, they are no better than the leaders who think this is a time for material gain and to rob their flocks. If you recall, this example correlates the father's issue with the church of Laodicea, the church whose model best reflects the visible church of this day. Explicitly, the father referred to them as lukewarm, professing he would spew them out. Revelation 3, 14-17 reads, And to the messenger of the assembly in Laodicea, write, The Amen, the trustworthy, and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of Elohim, says this, I know your works, that you are neither hot nor cold, I would that you were cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm, 
and neither cold nor hot. I am going to vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say, rich I am, and I am made rich, and need none at all. And do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I advise you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so that you become rich and white garments so that you become dressed so that the shame of your nakedness might not be shown and anoint your eyes with ointment so that you see. The inclusion of this passage alludes to the greatest spiritual disease of our times and for all time. That would be spiritual blindness, a deadly ailment that offers no potential of recovery. This is why the word of truth commands those who are nearing blindness to anoint their eyes with ointment so that they see. If you've been following our podcast, you already understand how spiritual blindness sets in. And you know it is one of the many points of no return associated with the quest for holiness. That is a point beyond repair. Now you know one of the primary characteristics of those who are in this position. They are spiritually lukewarm, i.e. they are not growing. They are not progressing towards the point of perfection and more often than not, their leaders have convinced them they don't have to. This is a primary reason why they are lukewarm, for they will ignore all the warning signs of the Spirit and lean to the faulty direction provided by their leaders. This brings us back to the million-dollar question of the series. That is, who is leading you? Now, our next section is entitled, The Father Knows Those Who Are His. This question, no doubt, shines a spotlight where it needs to shine, and that is on the spiritual quality of leadership. Here we have come full circle, and following this podcast, I will make a transition to analyzing the attributes of a qualified leader where we have thoroughly revealed the primary flaws of the hirelings and false prophets running the church. Before doing so, allow me to touch on one final deficit concerning the blind leadership in the church circuit. That is, they are not preparing their congregation for the return to Eden for two primary reasons. One, they are oblivious that this return is on the horizon. And two, they are oblivious to the qualifications of this return. Concerning the second reason, we have already revealed the spiritual quality of the renewed earth. We have proven how all those who will inherit this earth must have the same spiritual quality, i.e., they must be undefiled with sin and perfect with regards to the Father's will. The alternative would be to allow the same people who are defiling the earth and making life difficult for those of us who are being set apart in this day 
to enter into the reign of Yahushua Messiah and return to Eden with the chosen elect. Here's a question. How would the renewed earth be any different than the earth today if the same people who are defiling the earth today inherit the renewed earth? The answer, it would not be any different at all. And this would contradict the word of truth on multiple occasions. This is precisely why those who will participate in the reign of Yahushua Messiah and return to Eden with the seal of Elohim must be without sin. And this is a milestone you must achieve now, today, for today is the day of salvation. Trust me, you are not going to wake up one morning and dynamically overcome sin. It takes many years of discipline and walking the only path that allows you to achieve this major spiritual milestone that is the way of holiness. The quest to travel this way will begin very soon. The Spirit is revealing this to me. And those who are choosing to be chosen will overcome sin and obtain the seal of Elohim, the ticket affording you entrance into the renewed earth and the closest thing to Eden we will ever see or know. To these heroes and heroines, I say stay ready and stay tuned. I don't know how long it will be, but it won't be long. We will be returning to Eden very soon. And everything we have sacrificed, everything we have suffered, will be worth it soon. As for those thieves and robbers who think they will inherit the renewed earth coming in another way, I leave you with the following scripture. The seal of Elohim is not casual nor controversial. His controversy is with leadership and he knows those who are his. 2 Timothy 2.19 However, the solid foundation of Elohim stands firm. Having this seal, Yahuwah knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Mashiach turn away from unrighteousness. Now here is the final word. It's not an easy journey, but in the end, it will be worth it all. My prayer is that all who have been called understand this truth and use it as fuel to push them toward the mark. For there is a prize at the end of the race and an untold glory for those who endure until the end. So endure, my friends. For every step you take on this path, every spiritually progressive move you make is making you stronger and bringing you closer to Eden and in the end, everlasting life. Now, here is the assignment for today. Continue to pray and fast as you are led by the Spirit and ask the Father for insight as to the times and seasons we are living in. And reach out to me if you have any questions at all 
at www.pinnacleofholiness.com. Now, here is what's next. We concluded today's podcast, The Father's Controversy with Leadership, Part 7. And the next podcast will be The Qualities of Strong Leaders, Part 1. My goal is to post this podcast next Wednesday. Until then, my friends, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim. And I promise you, I will too. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.